0: good evening ladies and gentlemen it is week nine i think it's week eight of the podcast episodes uh this is going to be a fun night tonight we've got mike's decided joining ryan and i michael how are you welcome to the Hello. big show
1: i'm good happy to be back it's we're second happy to have you, appearance.
0: so yeah i'm pumped pumped to be on we're we're excited to have someone who's uh not in the front row yet, but has been on the verge of being on the front row. Ah, yeah. looked like you were starting to teeter off a little bit yeah. and then you made some moves this year. We're like, bam, bam, I'm back. Yeah,. So, yeah, you've got a big matchup this week. It's very big. big for both of us. i, I it is. I, I think we <laughs> I think we should start with it, uh because you know you're four and four which has you right in the mix of the playoffs. I think currently you are in the playoffs with a tiebreaker Mm -hmm. for points scored. And you got to fend off uh, Mr. Spiwak, who will give him his credit. He had a big win against me last week. Um, His boys performed well, and it was his rookies that performed well. JSN scored a touchdown, had a decent game. And then Jameer Gibbs looked like the guy that uh Andy's been talking about for a long time. So giving him his flowers, yada, yada, yada. Can't wait to I see. I gotta it give overall. it to like he's he's been
1: fighting hard. You can't you can't deny that. He's he's been fighting hard. He was all in on the season, he's not giving up, and I respect that.
0: Yeah, if there was a good job, good effort award from the big show, Andy would have won it in August. That's
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: true. The <laughs> award um, you don't want to win.
0: Good job, good (laughs) effort. (laughs) I feel like
1: collectively, we like did this massive, like reverse jinx to Andy. That just it's worked out perfectly for for everyone. I mean, yet to be seen TBD, TBD, but so far, so good. But yeah, he's he's fighting, he's he's in there, he's in the mix.
0: And typically, I think like Herbert and Josh Allen would be pretty close to like an even, even split on a week-to-week basis, but Herbert's got a tough matchup this week against the Jets, and Josh Allen, yeah, he's a little banged up, but he's healthy. He's playing. He's got a big matchup against the Bengals, which is likely to be high-scoring, because the Bengals look good, so Mm. um, Mike, I think you got the advantage at the quarterback position this week. Fournier, what do you think?
2: Um, Yeah, I I agree. I think that Herbert hasn't been playing as well lately. He did have a better game last week, but he had a couple of tough weeks in a row. And Allen's been playing really well. So I I definitely like uh, an advantage to Mike here in that matchup.
0: Yeah, and then running backs are interesting, right? So, like, uh, Mike, you have a running back in your flex, and Andy has JSN. um, But, you know, he's got Ford. You've got Gus Edwards. He's got Saquon. You've got Kamara. So it's like you've got each got a stud, and then you each got like a high-risk, high-reward type of running back that you don't know what you're really going to get from. Like Gus Edwards has balled out the past couple weeks, but he also had four straight weeks of single-digit points Mm -hmm. before the last two weeks. And then you've got Ford, who – Looks pretty good when he's healthy, but he hasn't really been a hundred percent since, um, actually, since week four before their bye. Um, so that's an interesting one. And also, you got James Cook. So I think just from like a volume standpoint, I would give you the edge with the running backs. You got three of them who are all pretty solid, and he's only got two. I think Kamara and Barkley are a little bit of a wash. And then Cook and Edwards over Ford. I mean, I think that's pretty easy to say, but what do you think? Well it's
2: Ford and it's Ford and JSN, right? Cook and Edwards. I think that's pretty that's pretty uh pretty much a wash. I mean you figure like Edwards and JSN are fairly similar and then or like if JSN's a little bit better, Ford's a little bit worse than Cook. So I think it's a it's a that's a fair statement.
0: Yeah. Cory, what do you think about the wide receivers and like the tight ends in this matchup?
2: Well, I gotta tell you, I'm very surprised that George Pickens doesn't have any catches at this point.
0: Uh, he does have two targets,
2: mm, so he's on pace for like five again. Um, Jerome <laughs> Ford, all right, now we're down to Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase and Metcalf. Metcalf is definitely playing this week again, he didn't like re injure anything uh no he, should be, he,
1: he should be he should be he's been questionable every week for like like a, he's had like a rib i think he had a rib
2: injury before now it's a hip yeah yeah okay he's just getting good. a rest day okay, okay yeah. so he'll play so obviously chase is better than metcalf uh buffalo's tough though uh against uh the past but i guess so is baltimore so that's kind of a wash baltimore uh, is good yeah Pickens zero at the moment, but like hopefully he'll get some uh, versus Myers at this yeah. point. Given myers kind of came back to earth, like
1: you knew he wasn't going to keep it up with the yeah, hit like 20, 17, 18.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I still I like think- him,
1: I think he's pretty solid. Like, he, I think you can depend on him averaging like like you could like 13, 14 points is what I guess what we can probably expect out of him. Uh, but also, uh, Raiders are in turmoil tor- right
2: now. <laughs> Yeah, it's right, kind of a shit are. show. They are. Sorry, um, right, I didn't mean to well, interrupt. No, good. no, are That's what you're here for, man. Um, well, here's the thing. It's interesting. Myers is – I agree with Mike that Myers has, like, a solid floor, um, although he might have had a tough week last week, but so did their entire offense. Um, George Pickens has the lowest floor known to man, but also a fairly high ceiling, even though, like, he'll see less targets. So he's going to be more boom-bust, like, last week, uh, yep. now that Deontay's back. So it's like they could both end up with 10 and Pickens could get one catch for, you know, 20 yards and a touchdown again. And Myers just have like four for 60 or five for 50 or six for 40, something like that.
0: Oh, let me ask you a question. We're Keeper League, right? So it's not always apples to apples. But in the context of just this season, who do you want on a weekly basis? Do you want George Pickens or do you want Jacoby Myers?
1: I'd, I'd I'd say Pickens.
2: I think Pickens has more boom weeks. Um, I suppose it depends on what you need. My I guess Myers has had. let he, He's PPR twenty season going forward. I would definitely take Pickens just based on the right. Like, Pickens is twenty eight.
1: Their coach and I think they're benching yeah. Garoppolo. So. He's had yeah. his
2: buy. He hasn't had his buy. Yeah, I don't know. It's close. Um, I think I, I depending on what happens tonight. Like if De, if Deontay doesn't get, if Deontay gets a lot more work than Pickens. I still don't think Pickens very good um Deontay doesn't if gets a lot more work again it's probably Myers just because I think there's only really two guys in that offense it's him and Adams
0: yeah I mean and Jacobs but we're talking about wide receivers so I get what you're saying I mean like we don't have to fart around it like Pickens is a better player he's a better prospect um but like Myers should not be ignored and that's why yeah he's good ask the question right like he's relatively young He's 20th ranked wide receiver. He's already had his bye. Pickens is 28th. He's already had his bye. Um, so it's just an interesting conversation. I would obviously choose Pickens too. But anyways, as as a whole, right? Like Mike, you have Devontae Smith and in addition, and then Andy has Lockett, and then he's got Goddard and Schultz. Um uh, I think I want to give the wide receiver advantage to Andy. Uh it's it's called Definitely. the Jamar it's called the Jamar Chase effect. And like I like Schultz and I like everything about the Texans, but he still dropped two points last week, which is just like a little too low of a floor. We're like, all right, Goddard will probably not get two points, you know. Yeah. Um he might not get much more, but more is more in this scenario. So, I think I need to give the advantage to Andy on the uh the wide receivers and like all in all it's projected Mike here at 130 to beat Andy 124. Uh I do think those projections are kind of low. Um So, I don't know, I'm thinking I I think Andy's just kind of catching fire. And I'm sorry to do this to you, Mike, when you're joining us on the show, but yeah, I think I think Andy's gonna win like 151 to 137. Okay. And, um, I think it's gonna be closer than like that 14 point differential. Like I
1: respect it. I respect it. I'm 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 missing uh Amon Ross, St. Brown this week, which is obviously yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I think our matchup is uh, It's basically a toss up. Um. But yeah, I, I respect you giving giving Andy the edge there. I need I need to win this week. But so points like I can I can lose this week. I'm still very much in it. Um yeah. and I think the trades that I that I've done will help me like you know get, get more points overall. So like when it comes if it comes down to a tiebreaker, I think I'll have have an advantage.
0: But um So yeah. you you say you need to win this week. What are you gonna do if you don't? So I, I feel like my team that I currently
1: have right now, I'm kind of like my mindset right now is I'm just going to roll with it and let the chips fall as they may.
0: Yeah. I mean, unless, I'm blown,
1: unless I'm blown away by, by some offer. Um, Cause I, I feel like I actually have a pretty good team and if I just get in the playoffs, I have a chance. So it's kind of my mindset Agreed. right now.
0: Agreed. And you have two first, the second, a third and a fourth next year. So like if, by any chance you wanted to make another move you have the tools at your disposal like you don't have a shortage of any picks other than like a th- you don't have a third and a fourth in 2025. Big yeah lot, yeah
1: you know? um yeah my picks are solid I so I do I I have, I have two first second third fourth and I don't have a five I don't have a five six seven which I have a little hole there but yeah I do I do have some you know picks to to work with
2: but
0: yeah so it'll be interesting for you who do you got
2: uh, I got Mike in a close one. I think it's going to be. I do agree. This is a little bit low scoring. Um, I think that there's just a lot of tough matchups uh, on Andy's side, a little bit more so than maybe on Mike's side. So um, I think that we'll see Mike come out ahead, one forty-five to one
0: thirty-five. All right, I got you. Let's um, let's go on to another matchup here. We've got um. Jim Frat Antonio at six and two he lost last week but he's still number one in the league facing against Chris who is five and three fourth in the league uh who also last lost last week yeah he did both guys coming off else um Fournier take us through this one what do you think
2: so burrow at Buffalo I think is pretty tough but it's probably going to be more of a shootout than less um, Mahomes, though, I think you still have to give the advantage to just because they've got Miami, which should also be a shootout. Yeah. Um, and they're just not as good against, uh, against as Buffalo is as a defense. Uh, Pollard has been super disappointing. Roshan with Jacob. It really Williams, has been. Super disappointing. I, I mean, 23, 22, 19 to start, but since then, 10, 9. He did have 18, but then 7. So, um, it's a tough matchup this week. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be super strong. Uh, or I wouldn't be like super confident in it.
0: Uh, Jacobs has a
2: good matchup though.
0: Not. I don't mean to be rude and interrupt. But, like Tony Pollard, you read those stats and like it didn't look terrible. Didn't sound terrible from like a points per game standpoint. But like he was talked about being like number one overall player coming into yeah. the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I
2: think we can
1: uh, assume that's not going to happen. I mean, he had some huge, huge games last last year. And I think, yeah, I would say, like, the expectation coming into here is that you'll see something similar. But, yeah, it hasn't quite been there.
0: It hasn't happened. And, like, Brian Robinson has more points than him. And I know Brian Robinson hasn't had a bye yet. So, like, it's kind of, like, not really a fair comparison. But – we're we're halfway through the season. Beyond halfway through the season, Tony Pollard has less points than Brian Robinson, and that's bad. That's bad. So. <laughs> it's
2: not ideal. I mean, he's not even
0: an RB one at the moment. Maybe for points per game,
2: he sneaks just in there. Um, but that's you. People were thinking of a top five guy at least. Uh, that's how yeah. at least he was being drafted. So, um, yeah, not super ideal, but but he'll probably be okay. Um, Roshan, tough matchup against New Orleans as well. Mostert and Jacobs, I think, are going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's the last week for the Mostert show. Because then after their buy, he's still my boy, even though I traded him. A Chan comes back, so. Oh yeah, uh, that's
2: right. They have a buy next week. That's yeah. true. Oh, can I win enough games? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Time will tell, <come>, man. <laughs> um. So I mean, who do you give the running backs advantage to, Jim? Definitely to Jim. Yeah because Neither of them are playing a running back in the flex spot, so um, Mike, take us through the wide receivers. Who do you think has the edge here and why? All
1: right, let's uh, all right, so who's he got? So he's got uh, let's see. So Chris has Tyreek Hill versus AJ Brown. Great matchup, great matchup, right there.
2: It is a great matchup,
0: yeah, it's awesome. It's like the one
1: of them are high. absolute studs. AJ Brown is so unfair, um, he really has been. Yeah, he's he's just been so he's so consistent. It's like he just he just does it every week. Just looking at the points he's got like it's insane. Last week he had 30, so 35, 31, 22, like solid. But I mean same thing with Tyreek. Right. <laughs> like they're just yeah. both juggernauts. Um, so they could each have enormous like I feel like that's just a toss up in terms of like how, how big like how many. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's a toss up. Between them, um, and then we got Josh Downs versus London. So let me go through the
0: stats here. Um, London didn't practice today, and
2: I don't think Dan's Downs did either.
0: Downs downgraded to a limited. So Never interesting. That's it almost worse than not practicing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it definitely looks like London's
2: high risk. Oh yeah, because he hurt his hamstring last week. I don't think he's going to play either.
0: Just groin, Yeah, you're yeah, right, man.
2: Growing. So yeah, it looks like um,
1: so swap. likely we'll have to swap, swap in someone else. Um, so yeah, give good advantage uh, to Chris there, and then we got Jaden Reed, rookie. which
2: isn't good when he's got Chark in his utility already.
1: Yeah, and Reed, I don't know much about him, buddy. He's, he's having a pretty good year uh, for a rookie, so I guess it's a good like filler. Uh, filler water receiver spot for Chris um he's against DJ shark yeah yeah shark really hasn't he had that he had one big week in week three and then he's, he's kind of dropped off um yep. so he's yeah I, I give the advantage to to Jim there and then right. tight ends tight ends is a good matchup Mark Andrews versus Hawkinson I just I put that as a toss-up yeah um, Mark Andrews facing Seattle D which how is Seattle do this year? Are
0: they are they good? Um, uh, I don't I think don't they're really great. know. Yeah, to be honest, uh, I know they just traded for Leonard Williams, the line from the lineman from the Giants, who's a stud. So, I don't think their defense has been terrible, but um, it should improve. But I just don't know what their stats are against linebackers, or I mean, not linebackers when I talk about tight ends. Um, I think. Andrews is kind of matchup proof, but he also hasn't really had that good of a year. Uh, he's missed a game, and he's only gotten less than he's only gotten single digit points once. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like tight end, like
1: the tight end position is so thin. I feel like he's actually doing like pretty good for like. Yeah. For like, a, like you
2: get ten points as a tight end each week. You take that. Yeah, you
1: absolutely take that. Yeah. Um, but, you know. yeah, I, th- I, w- I think Hawkinson definitely has
2: higher upside. Um, so I might give a slight edge to um, to, to Jim there. But remember, you... I guess they do have the shitty backup starting, so he'll probably throw to the tight end a little bit more than they might otherwise.
0: Oh, that's right. If he can even throw the ball, I don't even know this guy's name. I don't know what school he went to. It's kind of like the Badgent dude. I don't fucking know who he is.
2: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, yeah. But presumably he can at least throw it a little. But,
0: yeah. It's not ideal. He's in the NFL. He's terrible. It's fine. Okay. Soon it'll be Dobbs time, though. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about that as if it's like this big fucking thing, and he's gonna like he's gonna keep Justin Jefferson at the top. It's like, dude. Nah, he's not. <laughs> he's not that good. Like he's not terrible. And I hope he does well because he's earned his chance to like get a contract and whatnot. But he's I a game know. manager
2: though. He's not a slinger like Kirk.
0: No. I don't think there are many quarterbacks in the NFL who produce as much fantasy points for their wide receivers as Kirk Cousins does. Like it it's very difficult to replace Kirk Cousins in, yeah. in the scope of fantasy and nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Um, obviously the studs fun. are the studs, but um I don't know I think um I think Jim's gonna win because you know, you've got the A.J. Brown-Tyreek wash. you got the Hawkinsons-Andrews wash. Outside of that, for wide receivers, it's really just kind of like yuck versus yuck versus yucker versus yucker. And yeah. Like, even like, more yucky. At while still on the starting lineup? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, like, if anyone of London, Shark, or Samuel don't play for Jim, like, he's going to have to play Alan Lazard. And that's pretty terrible. So, like, I was gonna say, like, Jim might have to do some patchwork. Good Lord. Be... Yeah,
2: Alan Lazard could be in a starting lineup. And that's like not, what, then it's I like,
0: like, Brandon Powell Stark
2: and Lazard. You can't yeah. be serious. I don't think he's gonna win if he starts Shark and Lazard. They could easily get him
0: zero points each. <laughs> I know, but the thing <laughs> is, like, he's got Mahomes, he's got Jacobs, he's got Mostert, he's got AJ Brown, he's got Hawkinson. Like, those are the stalwarts yeah. of his, his entire yeah, team. Good, so. All right, I'm on the gym train. You yeah, I'm, I'm. thinking uh, 146 to 140. Mike, who do you got? We got two 46. for Jim. One...
2: 146. We just went over how he has DJ Shark, Curtis Samuel, and Alan Lazard.
0: Yeah, but like Jacobs yeah. and Moser could combine for 50. You know,
1: I I so I wanna I wanna say Jim. I wanna say Jim. Um. But the league, you know, has a way of balancing balancing it out. I feel like Jim's been pretty hot recently. I feel like he's – he's did, did, maybe – did he did he win last week? Did he no, he lost. He, oh, he I lost. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. Is he due for a losing streak, Mike? Is that <laughs> That's,
1: <he's> uh, <laughs> I'm a big uh, due person. A lot of averages. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But uh, well, I've lost
2: four in a row, Mike. So I'm I'm due that. <laughs> oh no.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about your team. I don't play. know. I, yeah, I just fun. I gotta go, Jim.
1: I gotta go. I gotta go, Jim. I just feel like Jim has a. I mean, as long as if these guys can stay healthy, he doesn't have to insert um, Lazard or any of these other guys in there. I think Jim will win. So yeah. I'll, go, I'll
0: go 145 to to 130. Nice. Right. Sorry, Chris. You're five and four. All right. Let's do um. Let's do another one real quick. I want to, before got,
2: we move on to the next one, I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not going to make a prediction here, but the point totals that you guys said were way too high. Are you not seeing who are in the, who's in the lineups here? If they break 130, I'm basing I'm, it off of
1: like AJ Brown, like going, <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm basing mine off the fact that like these guys are the top three or four in the point in points for the league this year, and like they have their studs. Other yeah, than, like, dude. James Conner and J.J. But, like, it, it hasn't mattered for Chris. His team just keeps scoring points. I'm just saying I so. think that's going to stop at some point. <laughs> you law, know. Of law, of law of averages. Law averages. <laughs> exactly. Does
2: Mike need to walk you through it again?
0: <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll a, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah take, take one of my courses on law of averages, man. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I just went to – um the next matchup, which is Mike List versus Mr. Labar. Mike, oh, also the touchdown
2: order. Yeah.
0: <laughs> List, List is six and two. Partner. Labar's five and three. I think both these guys are on little winning streaks here. Wow. Henry's List. already
2: got 14 as well, and Hopkins, eight. Yeah, he's
0: on the start. List has won three in a row. Labar has won four in a row. These are the two hottest teams in the league right now. And it's not even close. So this is gonna be a fun matchup. List has already got fourteen from Henry, nine from Hopkins. Will Levis looks like he's just a fun quarterback to throw out there. Like Hopkins already has five targets and fifty-one yards, and it's you know five minutes left in the half. That would have never. That hasn't happened with Ryan Tannehill. That would have been his whole game. Yeah, and like Malik Willis, maybe like would have thrown it five times for the whole game. So like right, Bo Leves seems like he might be a little bit of a fun quarterback to throw out there in real life, um, especially for the Titans who are a joke. Uh, but anyway, um, looking at this matchup here, we've got Lamar against the Seahawks for Mike versus Tua against the Chiefs for LeBar, and those are two what you'd suspect to be juicy matchups. Like, I think Lam- I'm not scared of Seattle stopping Lamar. um, And Tua and the Dolphins are just, like, always scoring points. And you think you play the Chiefs, you have to score points to stay in the game. But that really hasn't been the case for the Chiefs this year. Um, Chiefs defense has been really good. So I, it's going to be interesting. I think because of that, I'm going to give the advantage to Lamar over Tua. But I could easily understand why someone would say, no, you choose Tua, because he's an MVP candidate, yada, yada, yada. Um, is that a but, London game? Miami, KC? I
2: think it's a uh, Germany game. Germany
0: game, yeah. So that'll be fun. They
2: yeah. um, you need know these things.
0: Running back is is a position of strength for Mike every single week. Uh, yeah. He, he does have ETN on a bye. But he does have Henry. And oh, that's Pacheco. why he started
2: Gallup. Okay, that makes more yeah.
0: sense. he's got Henry and Pacheco this week. Uh, Henry already, as we've said, has 14 points. This looks like a perfect game script for Henry to get. Like, and
2: ETN's been on fire, though, too.
0: He has been. Um, but on the flip side, Labar's got Mixon and Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones is just so goddamn risky. Like, yeah, he might, I know. He might play. <laughs> <laughs> he might play like half the snaps, and then get. And he got twelve touches last week, nine points. Like he produces based on the touches that he gets. Um,
2: but he used to. He never used to get that many touches, and he was. He's just not healthy. He would score still a ton of points on limited touches.
0: Yeah, like he would get like fifteen to eighteen, right? Like nothing crazy. Well, um, yeah,
2: maybe twelve to fifteen. He's like a reception running back too, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And he, he takes it to the house. And if he, his, ham, his hamstring's not healthy, he's not going to have that. Yeah, yeah, no, he's you're right. It's not big. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the advantage, even though Mike has ETN on a bye, he's still – I would rather have Pacheco over Mixon. I'd rather have Henry over Aaron Jones. So, Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wide receivers is interesting. Mike, what do you think of the, the wide receivers and tight end matchup?
1: Yeah, so looking at the water, Adam Thielen is just the, like the player that just kind of proves everyone wrong every year. I've, there are like players that you're like, ah, this is the last year he'll do this. like, And yeah. he, just, he just keeps doing it. Um so am bar for, for, for getting his guy and, and just believing being a, th- a huge Thielen guy. Such, such yeah.
2: Only a uh, Thielen guy could make this happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Pittman's Pittman's been solid too. Um, he has been. So, yeah, that's a that's a tough matchup. But I, I, I kind of view that as a toss up uh, between those two guys.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: I agree.
1: If we keep going down. So Dobbs, Dobbs, he's been all right. Dobbs versus Michael Thomas. How's Michael Thomas been this year? Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's another kind of uh, toss-up matchup so, there. Yeah,
0: the battle of pedestrians there. Yeah,
2: yeah it really is. Uh,
0: and then Njoku Conklin.
1: Yeah, he's been pretty soft for like a tight end this year. He's been he's been pretty good. Like like we were saying before, like if you can get ten points out of a tight end, that's that's solid, especially with all the other uh, players Mike has. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And then. Yeah, I, I give the I give the edge to, to Mike there. Um, Conklin just yeah doesn't look like he's a. I mean he's he's had a couple good games here and there, but I think ten points is probably uh, his ceiling. So I'll give Mike yeah. the edge. He uh, stumbles who, into uh, the end zone. That would be fortunate. Yeah, yeah, um, but it looks like in joke he does have an injury. Um, but yes, we will
0: give Mike the edge. Okay. Fournier, who are you picking in this matchup?
2: Um, I'm gonna go with list. I think the start that he's off to plus just kind of going through it like we did. It's clear he seems to have the advantage almost every step of the way this week. So, um pretty much across the board. I think it's going to be a pretty hefty win actually. Uh I think he's going to come out like 153 to maybe like 119.
0: Oh wow. Good old fashioned spanking.
2: Yeah, a little little uh, bend over prof. <laughs> uh...
0: prof
1: I, I like I'm I'm rooting for Prof. I feel like he hasn't made the playoffs in a, in a while. Um, so oh, yeah, he's, he's do. i want to be clear.
2: I just don't think yeah, he's we- do. I would love
1: to see. I would love to see LeBar get in the playoffs. Make like it would just be. I think it would be great to have LeBar in there um, to, to spice things up a little bit. Um, you know, get the uh, maybe he'll be into the um, the playoff waiver
2: report so we can get <laughs> that going. We yeah, might well, have to. Uh, we might have to make everyone who makes the playoffs do videos before the uh, first before every week's matchup or something. Yeah, yeah, that will
0: be fun. I um, love the wave
1: reports are the best thing though. I fucking love them. They yeah, are fun. Thank you, oh. Thank you for your service. Although I feel like the last couple of weeks you've been you've been lacking, but um, yeah, good to go. Yeah, more. let's just say yeah, less
2: paying attention to the students. Yeah,
1: you're not in. You're not in nature's classroom anymore. You don't have an
2: excuse. Come on, <laughs> get, it, get the wave going. There are no more leeches. <laughs> no more what? <laughs>
0: <I> say leeches. <laughs> leeches. When, I, when we
2: went to na- nature's classroom, I got a leech on me.
0: Oh, you did?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: How did we miss that reference? Oh, my God. I know.
2: You guys had only remembered Stone in sixth grade. And you weren't even there, James.
0: I was (laughs) in a different place, yes.
2: Uh,
1: leeches
0: are freaky. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck (laughs) leeches. Yeah, it was not great. (laughs) Well, we're we're about almost halfway through the matchup, so I got a random question for you guys. Um, Mike. Name the top 5 football players that make you smile when you hear their name. Could be present, could okay. be past, all time, whatever, 5. Could do like 3. All right, fine. We're not five. even talking five. to you Fournier yet. It's Mike's turn. Mike I feel go. like there's there's going to be overlap
1: here. There's probably going to be overlap, so I might steal whatever you if you guys had um, you know, thought of players, but I yeah, I put a, I I prepared for this a little bit. Um Good. and I'll, I'll avoid some players just because they're they're way too obvious, but I'll go n- number one is, is the sun god, Amon Ra, just cause he's on my team. He's kind of like my guy. Yeah. So and he's been performing and I feel like he still has got like upsides. I just I just love the sun god, man. And for it's gonna take a lot for you to, to get him from me. Fair enough, Mike.
2: We'll talk more later. <laughs> we'll talk more. H- Higgins. I didn't offer him Higgins in a third. I'm not a madman.
1: <laughs> you might catch me in a mood someday just keep you know keep offering you know um we'll see you but, got it. but yeah so some Sun god uh is number one um and then i'm gonna go drew Bledsoe is a is a guy who makes me smile it's the kind of the guy we just we started out with our, our qb that we started out with um and like a good like a, a memory i have of him is when he came into the movie. this is you know, everyone knows when he uh, came in, when Todd Brady got injured in the AFC game against the Steelers, yes. and he won the game. Um, and I don't know. Where,
0: where, the- where were you when that happened?
1: Like, what were you doing when that happened? Do you remember? I, dude, I remember this. I was at, like, a, a basketball. I, we were at, I, we couldn't watch the first half because we were at yes. a basketball game. Um, and then but so we, yeah. after the game, we were, like, rushing to get back. And, yeah, we ended up being able to, like, watch the second half. So we just heard this, like – from other people like oh tom brady's out like drew Bledsoe had to had to come in yeah um, and then yeah they ended up winning um Dude,
0: so. it's so funny you said you like youth basketball yeah we were playing too i think we we're playing from or some shit like that and like parents were just rumbling in the in the stands you know what <laughs> was going on and then you you get in the car and you listen to the radio on the way home you're like ah, Bledsoe. Yeah. and you get all yeah. excited yeah so exciting.
1: that season was amazing because like we you know, no, like we started off kind of slow, and like you talk this new quarterback Tom Brady, it was just incredible years. Like obviously, like the start of the you know the dynasty. Yeah, that was incredible. So, so who else, else you got? Yeah, yeah, I'll list them off for, like pretty quickly, but um, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna go. Ma- Malcolm Butler is pretty obvious. Like he won a SEC. He got got the interception.
0: Um okay. you
2: and I were together for that.
1: I yeah, I was at <laughs> I was at Fournier's.
2: For for that, that
1: was unbelievable. That was an unbelievable moment. That was incredible. Uh, and then I'll go. This isn't a player, but like I forget what year exactly they were good, but this is when I think I did. I keep the Bears D. I forget. Did I actually? Yes, I
2: think you did.
1: The Bears D that like the 2011, 2012 like time frame (laughs) that 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 makes me smile, that makes me happy.
2: Um, yeah they had like
1: 240 points that one year (laughs) yeah um and then i guess i'll go oh i just kirk cousins he makes me smile just just like uh you like that i just
0: i just i just find that funny have you you seen the quarterback series on netflix where he talks about getting mocked for his uh his cole's dad outfits at the press conferences (laughs) how his wife picks him out he's seems like a good dude. I respect yeah. that one a lot. Just a nice American, my American man. There you go. Fournier, what about you? You do this? All one? right. So I've got,
2: my first one is uh, Kevin Falk.
0: Ooh, that's uh, a good one.
2: He's a guy that I just like, I always remember from like the early days of Brady and like everyone used to get so pumped when he, when he would do anything, but he would always also show up in big moments on big third downs and big games and uh, he was reliable. So he he's a guy I remember a lot. Um another guy from my childhood that I loved was Eddie George and Mike Vick. Those two kind of go hand in hand. Eddie. Um, he loved Eddie so George. Wow. Yeah. Uh so he's somebody that, that I uh that I think about from time to time. I always enjoyed watching. Um and then Brady is like an obvious one, but you know, it's it was such an amazing run. And yeah. There's so many moments and things that are just awesome from that. So yes. um, he's one of them. And then uh, moving more to present day, become more of a a recent uh, obsession. But I just absolutely love Devon H. N. And like I cannot stop watching his highlight reels from the <laughs> the season so far, and he's absolutely outrageous. So, so I'm good.
0: looking forward to him returning. He is outrageous, man. He is. Um, that's a those from good list there. Um I've got I don't think I have any present players on my list. Um had yeah, to throw in one. <laughs> yeah, and I've I've got uh two that I'm gonna call honorable mentions or outside looking in. Uh one is Clinton Portis and oh, the that's other, another good
2: one. The yeah. other
0: one is uh TJ Hushmanzada. I, I was, just thinking, I was just thinking about TJ hushman's <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I figure Labar will appreciate that one too. Hushmazood is just the is just a baller. Um
1: what's that from? Like the hushman's of or whatever. It's like he I
2: pretty. think we made it up.
0: Did we make that up? Okay. <laughs> 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 it's from us, man. Like we created it. Um uh, the rest of my the my top five here. Um Mike Allstott, he's oh, just a baller. Yeah. Well, just back. like
2: Oh, that's a really good one.
0: You just, like, you think of it, you hear his name, and you just remember all his highlights. Kind of like, are
2: fun to watch, too.
0: So fucking fun. And I think,
1: like, in his time, he was, like, a good fantasy guy, right? Yeah, he,
0: like, was. He, he was a fullback, but he was a legit running back, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it would be wonderful to see uh, Mike Allstott reincarnation type of player come into the league at some point i think that'd be cool um the next one is blaine bishop i don't know if you guys remember blaine bishop he was a safety on the titans back when the titans first became the titans they played in that super bowl game against the rams oh yeah kevin
2: dyson at the one
0: yeah and blaine bishop got hurt and then, like, uh, I think the first or second quarter. And I just remember sitting there. like We were fucking, like, 11. And I just remember sitting there being like, damn, they're going to lose now because Blaine Bishop is out. Like, I just don't know what it was. I love the Titans, and I like I like that guy. So, uh um... that's
2: so weird. I didn't know you when we were 11. I absolutely love the Titans as well. In fact, that very night, I was watching that game at my parents' house in Southboro. I told them I did my homework, which was some book report that I hadn't done. At halftime, they discovered <laughs> I hadn't done it. And they made me, they made me do my book report while watching the second
0: half. <laughs> hey, at least they let you keep watching. Let me
2: watch it. Well, I think I only got to watch the fourth quarter. I think I had to not watch the third quarter or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's, that's so funny. to love that. That was the Eddie George days.
0: Yep, and that was the um, uh, was the Music City Miracle when they yep. should have they should have lost Against the Buffalo the Bills. in the first round. Yep, yep. I thought
1: you're saying these names like Eddie George, like, just bringing back all the old school running back like Deuce, remember like Deuce McAllister.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, That's Deuce McAllister.
2: That's yeah. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Uh, LT, obviously. Priest uh, Holmes. Priest Holmes. Larry Johnson. Mm. Yeah.
0: Deuce Staley. Brian Westbrook.
2: Deuce da- Yeah. Brian Westbrook.
0: Westbrook. Mike, you got a thing for the guys named Deuce, huh? Deuce Staley. <laughs> Deuce McAllister.
2: What are the <laughs> Dude,
0: Deuce. I love Deuce. I really do Deuce like Fox. the name Deuce. Yeah. Deuce. Maybe my
1: first child, their name will be Deuce.
0: <laughs> I got I got I got three more to round at the top five but I'll I'll make them go by quick. Um one is Santana Moss, just a really cool name. And he was just fun hey. to watch, specifically at the University of Miami. And then he I didn't think he'd actually be good in the NFL, but he was. So that was cool. Um London Fletcher, who I also in that Titans Rams Super Bowl. Um I think he's just one of one of the more underrated linebackers of all time, and he was just a fucking tackling machine, and he wasn't a big bodied guy or he's anything a Hall like gamer, that, right? I honestly don't know. Um, let's figure that out. London, Did he played for
2: Buffalo, right?
0: Yes. Um. No, he is not in the okay. Hall of Fame. Hi! What a what a joke! Get him in there. Anyway. My last one is a super fun guy who uh, was on the pass for a couple of years. Martellus Bennett. His personality is just yes. out Martellus. of control. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the top five there. Fun list. Fun reminiscing about these people and like the memories that are associated with them. I know. by the way. I think need, <laughs> I think we need a top five deuce, top five deuces list. <laughs> Even Next if on, it's a deuce with corn in it. me on oh, another no. pod. Well, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> the deuce pod. All uh, right, let's get back to it here. Um, Fournier, let, let's do your matchup. Mike, take okay. us through Fournier versus Max. All right.
1: Oh, one sec. All right, Fournier versus Max. So let me see what's the overall. So 104, 109. Okay. So looking at a low, low scoring projection right now. Oh, well, Kyler Marty's coming back. So that, I mean, that's part of it. Um, Even if, well, if he doesn't, I'll have to pick somebody projecting. else
2: up. But so theoretically, I won't be starting that one. So yeah, QB's, <laughs> we got Kyler. What did you say? If I if I don't start him, I'll be starting someone else. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, based on what I'm seeing, it looks like he's going to
2: play. Um, so versus
1: Geno Smith. Uh, I have no idea because like Kyler Murray coming back from injury, like who the hell knows how he's going to do. Right. Um, so I, I mean, I'll give the edge to you there because I, I just I feel I feel like that's tough. Like your first game back, like it's going to take him a
0: few weeks to to uh, get back into it. Um, in, but, in Cleveland, Cleveland's. I mean, yeah, tough they got team. a decent defense. They've given up a bunch of big plays, but still, is forney trying to tank? Is that is that what's going on here? I don't think he knows.
2: I yeah, I don't think he's yeah, he's, he's uh, I'm not trying to take, I'm just waiting to see what happens because I don't really have any like I'll have to drop Goff or, so I just need to like see what's going on. True, true. Um
1: yeah, but I give I give Max the edge there with you know Smith. Um all right, so then running backs we got Kenneth Walker, Bryce Hall, or Brees Hall. Um I'm gonna give the edge to uh to Brees Hall there. I actually love Brees Hall. Like I I like. I, I think it was great that that I think Max traded for him this year, right? Or did he have? Uh, him?
2: He had him. He traded he him. Tra- yeah, with Andy
0: for Saquon. And he, he traded him in June. He traded okay, Saquon okay, in like a second for, for, Yeah, yeah no, I, I love himself. I love
1: Brees Hall. Um, obviously, running running games like a huge part of the the Jets op- offense right now. Um, they're how many? T- are they giving him a lot of touches?
0: They have been. They, they, <laughs> yeah.
1: they, they haven't, but he, yeah, he's getting a good amount of receptions. So he's very, he's very involved in the offense. Um, and then Kenneth Walker, he's been pretty, he's been solid too. Um, just kind of came back to earth a little bit in the last few weeks, um, but I could see him, I could see him bouncing back. Um, I do give, I give a slight edge to to Reese Hall there though. Um,
0: yeah. So let's see, Mike. Let me ask you a question: Who would you rather have in our league, Kenneth Walker or Stephon Diggs? That's so tough. Uh, that's
1: so tough. I don't. I don't know what to think about Kenneth Walker, um, like running backs in general. He, like Kenneth Walker, is, like based on like rankings that I've seen like, and like dynasty rankings, like he's pretty high up there. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: I don't know. I, it's hard. It's just for some reason, I just it's hard for me to get behind behind Walker. Um, but so to answer your question, I I'd probably go Diggs. I'd probably oh. go Diggs. How old is Diggs? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, I don't
0: he's know, up there.
1: I still feel like he's got a few years uh, left left, like, few like really good years left in him. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'll take digs there. I agree. Sorry to interrupt there.
0: Go on, all, back.
1: all good. So we got Daryl Henderson versus Jonathan Yeah, yeah. I give, I give. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor the edge there. Yes. <laughs> Devontae, <laughs> yeah, clear edge there. Devonte Adams versus Rossi Rice. Devonte oh, oh, Adams takes that one, but. Las Vegas, like we we're saying before, kind of in turmoil. They fired their coach. Who knows how the offense is going to look? Um, but Devonte Adams
2: hopefully like, better. What's that? Hopefully better. Can't be much worse than that. Yeah, no, hopefully better. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it.
1: It's like. It's like. Uh, McDaniels is an offensive. I don't know what I, why they couldn't. Everything get,
2: I've been reading is like he just runs this like vanilla offense, he's trying to like bring the Patriot way along. And like, they just no him. one wants to
0: do the Patriot way, no one wants yeah. to,
1: like that's fucking, like old school like coaching. I'm not gonna win
2: the Super Bowls, no one's doing it.
0: No, no, it only works when you have Tom Brady,
1: right? So, Devontae Adams would give him the edge there, but like risk, risk there. Um, yeah, you know, wide receivers, so Higgins. Um, uh, Marquise Brown versus uh, we got Michael Wilson versus uh, Demario Douglas. Yeah, I give, I give the obviously the edge to um, to Fournier there. Yep, uh, Kyle Pitts versus Kincaid. Uh, how's, how's Pitts been doing this year? yeah not, not good, not good.
0: The last time we talked about him on the pod, Fournier was bragging about him being top 11. And then he said, "If he was top twelve, I'd say he's top twelve or some shit like that." Yeah, now he's he he like 12, top ten, right? He, he's twelve now.
1: He's, so. he's twelve. He's 12.
0: Um, I give, I give the
1: edge to to Kincaid. Uh, last couple of weeks, he's been he's been pretty hot, um, and I feel like he's just like a kind of a stud a stud rookie who will continue to to improve. So I'm gonna give the edge to uh, Kincaid there. Um,
0: what AJ uh, Dylan
1: versus Logan Thomas? AJ Dylan. Where's Logan Thomas. AJ Dillon. He's been okay. He's been okay. Last few weeks, he's done good. Like he's gotten at least 10 points. Uh sure. Logan Thomas, what's he done? It's kind of up and down. I don't know. I don't know enough about these guys. I'm gonna call that a, to- a toss-up. i
0: don't <laughs> <you. laughs> <laughs> um, blame you you one bit.
1: But overall, I'm gonna once yeah, once Foreigner gets a QB in there, um I I'm gonna I yeah, I have to go for here. But I could I could see Max pulling off an upset this week. Maybe he gets a big game from Jonathan Taylor or, or Brees Hall. Um I could see him pulling on off an upset, but I'm gonna give it a foreigner. I'll go 115 to
0: to 110. There you go. Okay, I respect that. Um this is a big week for Fournier because this is, either, this is the week that dictates the whole season, right? So, like, you've lost four in a row. That sucks. Ooh. And that's, a like, your team has not been bad. You don't have bad players, but you're not scoring points. Been
2: bad, but I just don't have yeah. bad players.
0: <laughs> and, like, their situations haven't been ideal, uh, specifically Devontae Adams. And then, like, Marquise Brown hasn't had an ideal situation this year with that whole offense. Um, he's still the guy, but he has not. He fell into the end zone good, last though. week.
2: He's top 20 wide receiver, I think, or 20. He's 21. 21.
0: He's yeah. 21. Um, But he hasn't scored more than 17 points in any game this year. Uh, yeah, but
2: once he gets Kyler back, he'll also be in a in a much better spot, too.
0: In theory, yeah. But, like, you also, like what Mike was saying earlier, you don't know what's going to happen when Kyler comes back. Um, You don't know if he's just going to, like, boom, all of a sudden he's Kyler Murray and he's running around, he's – thrown, dipsy doo dunkaroos all around. I, I like, know
2: that he'll be better than Josh Dobbs, though.
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yes. Um. So like, I don't know if if you are unable to win this week, my point is then it. It's just might not be your year, like just the year of luck, the year of bad luck, uh, because there's really no reason for the players on your team to produce, um, a three and five record with a four game losing streak. Uh, but fantasy is fantasy, and you just never know what the fuck's going to happen. So um, I, I think this is a big week for you, obviously. Um, I think Max would love to win. He doesn't have his draft pick. Um, but unless Brees Hall and Jonathan Taylor blow the roof off, I think Ma- I think Fournier are going uh, to win 121-108. hundred Okay. So, I think
2: that eventually – some of my guys have to ha- have to have pretty good games mainly Both Adams <laughs> like what was frustrating last week was be- was that like i i didn't really watch most of the game but i watched like a little bit in the first half and then i like went online like later and i was like on twitter and they're like showing two clips of devonte adams wide open for touchdowns on two different ridiculously long passes and neither <laughs> pass remotely close <laughs> like oh my god that would have won me the week
1: it's brutal man. It's brutal. Like he's he's still like at his peak too. Like he still looks really really good.
2: He's wide open. He just needs to get the ball And To be fair though, he dropped a touchdown 2 weeks ago um that like it was a hard catch but he should have caught it. Yeah. And then he also dropped like an easy third down in I think like the second quarter last week. I just feel like those are like more
1: they're more magnified now that it's right. he's not he's not getting like the like a, I don't know, volume is like the right word, but like those are gonna. Um,
2: well, yeah, the last four weeks he's only he's only he got twelve targets last week because they they were feeding him and he did fine. But the three weeks before that, the two weeks before that, four, five, and seven last week. So yeah.
1: like, it's just there's a big focus. Like if he's gonna if he you know drops a big catch like that, it's like it's just gonna look worse. But I don't know, like I hold on to him, man. Like I it I did not like trade like I. It hurt me to trade him like I, he's still a stud. I think he's still no, going to be good.
2: Really good. I'm not in any hurry to trade him and if no one's going to give me value for him, I'll just keep him and he'll yeah. still be a stud next year. So I'm not I'm not worried about it. I think that under the new regime, or at least I hope under the new regime, he'll at least be back to seeing more targets. And I think like he'll demand it, so theoretically, yeah. you know, yeah. they will.
0: So are you going to are you going to beat Max or what?
2: Um, I think that I'm going to break the streak. Curse could be broken. Um, I think I'm going to break the streak and, uh, and beat Max. I think it's going to be close, though. I don't think anyone's going to score tons of points. I think it'll be like 125 to 119, something like that, something close, a little heart mm-hmm. pounder.
0: Okay. Um, before we go on to the next matchup, we've got, a, we've got a special announcement from a special guest here who wants to talk to some of the boys about a trip upcoming in March past the porch hey hey how you doing who's at this san francisco bridge there
2: that's me hey bob ryan oh hi ryan how you doing good how are you are you guys coming to naples or what
1: we're coming i was reminded this week i have to fill out a survey yeah what the fuck oh do you need
2: help with that form you need help ryan you need help with the form I've already filled out the form. Uh, I don't know if I'm coming or not, though. I'm, my wife is uh, set to give birth on the 13th of this no month. No excuses. So
0: we'll, yeah. we'll have to see how a that plays lame out. Excuse. That's a lame excuse. I have four kids. I went to 12 golf tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> this year? No, my lifetime. That <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: That's understood. What about the other guys?
2: Anybody else coming that you know of? I think Jimbo's definitely planning to come. Um,
0: I hope so. He planned it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about anybody else other than that. To be honest, I think Andy's up in the air. Uh, who else are we? Who else sent we... it out to a lot of
1: people? I think then he sent it like Phil Gaines. So I had a lot oh, of yeah. people. on TV.
0: list. I think Tim's on there. A couple people. So, so do these these guys
2: all listen to your uh, podcast? Some of them. We have have uh, a a good, solid five or six viewers. We're flying up the charts.
1: It's actually it's it's awesome that we like it's it's fun having this because you know it's a Bellarmine league, so it's it's fun. Right? Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: cool. Well, uh,
1: if there any of you guys are listening that aren't on this podcast here, uh,
0: James, you can give my email so I can help them fill out the form. You say yes? (laughs) Yes. I know it's difficult. It's a difficult multiple choice yeah. one, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. It's not
1: really hard to, try to fill that out. Good to see you, Nice to see you, Bob.
2: All right. See you, Ryan. Bye. Congratulations in advance. Thank you. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. I, I do want to come. I just don't know if it's going to be in the cards or not this year.
0: I think it's probably not, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but there, there's always next year. Um, I think the goal should be like to try and get a couple foursomes, uh, and then try and get a house where we can all hang out at, uh, because yeah, that would be super exciting. fun. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's move on here. What else do we got? Um, Mike, one song, where one line from a song that you love that sticks with you, no matter what. All right. Okay. I did a I did a little little prep work with this.
1: Um but okay, one one line. It's kind of like a it's like a, I could do the whole verse. I'm going to do the whole verse. Yes. It's, just, it's a great verse. It's just a beautiful beautiful verse. Um but it's I'm just going to I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read it because it's you know, it's like poetry. But yes. the wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless longing for some solitary company i know that i must do what's right as sure as kilimanjaro rises like olympus above the serengeti i seek to cure what's deep inside frightened of this thing that i've become i just love it
0: that's incredible what song is that <laughs> from?
1: oh uh, uh, africa africa by toto oh yeah okay there you classic. go I fucking i love i just love that verse it's just it's like so ridiculous it's like the, like the Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Sering. Like, just, I don't know, How do you come up with that? Yeah. But they, but they did. Drugs. So, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good one. Well, we know Fournier didn't participate in this activity, but you know, maybe, do maybe, have maybe he's
2: surprising us here. I do have
0: one. I, there's a song I've been enjoying recently. I can't, the name's
2: escaping me right now, but. The line in the song is, I know we're not too pressed for time, but can you pick up on the pace? And I very much embody that. Like I don't ever really have too hard deadlines of think places I need to be. But whenever I'm doing anything and I'm in transit, I need to be moving very quickly. And like if we're like dilly dallying or going slowly or stuck behind some clowns, I get very antsy. So uh, behind some clowns. Yeah, no, that's usually the biggest offender is the clowns. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that's that it resonates with me
0: for those keeping track. That is from the song Magic in the Hamptons by that's what it is, featuring little Yachty. Um, Yachty, little little Yachty. Um, (laughs) I had a couple here, but you know, we talked about Bob Seger the other week, so I'll skip that one. Um, I threw the Led Zeppelin one to you guys earlier today, uh, so I'm going to go with a different one here. It's from a modest male song called I've Got It Almost. Um, it's a pretty cool song, and the line is, how can how can someone so inconsistent mess up so consistently? And that line just kind of resonates with me quite a bit because I look at different aspects of my life i'm like i'm pretty fucking inconsistent but like if you're constant if you're constantly inconsistent then you're fucking consistent so like there's other (laughs) aspects of the song that tie in with that one line but it just every time it comes on i'm just like yeah so
2: consistently
0: how's that possible Ah!" I i love it and modest mouse just has so many awesome lyrics in their songs like i would say when they write their songs, they are they're lyricists. And, um I got a random question for you guys. Would you qualify Post Malone as a lyricist?
2: I don't know. Does he write his own songs?
0: I don't know. And I asked the question because like I used to like I love his music. I would and, say yeah. Like, you know, like White Iverson is a great song and like some of that older stuff, you're like, wow, this is Like, I feel like this is coming from him. But I'm listening to some of his new stuff. And there's this song, Chemicals. And he's talking about... I haven't heard any of his new stuff, to be fair. It's not like it's bad. Like, I like the song. I like the music. I get caught up with it. I'm like, oh, this is catchy. But I'm listening to the lyrics. And it's like talking about going in loop with this girl in a relationship where, like, they're always fighting at the bar, like the Seven Nation Army. And they're like smoking smoking in the car outside the party and i'm like dude what girl are you fighting with at a bar like fucking post malone like there's no way this song is coming from these lyrics are coming from post malone like maybe if it was post malone 15 10 years ago or whatever when he first started to come out but i feel like so many of these musicians and artists would not like they start out and they write things that are like from them and then as they get more and more popular
1: they're just part of the machine yeah
0: right they can pay
1: someone to do all that stuff i do like like his older stuff a lot more
0: um yeah i I would give his new stuff or like rec i recommend listening to it it's catchy it's fun to listen to uh just that those lyrics i was like there's no fucking way man there's some girls (laughs) fighting with you at a bar you're just gonna be like see you later i'm gonna go talk to someone else now take them home you know uh But anyway, we've diverted quite a bit. Um, we've got two more. we got three more matchups left. And since we did yours, Ryan will do mine next. Uh, lead us, Fournier. It's me versus Pat. What do you got?
2: All right. We've got, oh boy, Prescott versus Stroud. It's not often you're going to give Prescott the edge unless he's playing Herbert or Stroud. But here we are. Um <laughs> so edge to Prescott, I think, there. Um Brian, better than Tony Pollard Robinson,
0: What's uh, up? Chuba
2: Hubbard, uh, Dumercado and Eckler. Obviously Eckler is the best of that bunch. Um yeah. so I think you gotta give what we got in the flexes, wide receivers, excellent. Um we gotta give the edge to you there. I mean it's just there's wow, well, yeah, definitely the edge to you. Uh Pat's running backs are looking better, but it's still not great. <laughs> uh, Cooper, Shannon. Diggs, Godwin against Addison, Olave, and Mooney. But he's got Cup and you have Palmer. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I'm gonna give the edge to Pat, but it's a slight edge. Um yeah, yep, I'm sticking with it. Um, and then in the tight end slot, Okonkwo has got a zero spot at the moment halfway through the game, so Komet's going to get the edge. Okay. Overall, I think James is going to win
0: 135-117. I'll allow it. I like. like what do you think? I like James, I like James
2: in this matchup.
1: Um, yeah, I think Pat has a big hole in his running back spot. With uh with Hubbard and then so Brian Robinson yeah he's just he started out pretty hot up and down um, but yeah I give yeah James obviously has the edge there um, with Eckler I think Eckler's back I think he had a, he had a good week last week and I think you'll see you'll continue to see weeks week like that weeks like that like twenty five points or, or higher um, he's just he's just a beast when it comes to receptions yeah so. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm going to give give uh, James the edge in this matchup. Um, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go 135 to uh, to 120. Uh, wow, nearly the same
2: score. Mike and I are in the, in sync here.
1: Wow, yeah, just the the, uh, the data. You know, the the data, it's what the data is telling me, man. I couldn't agree more.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I would love to score 135 points because I have not eclipsed 133 points. Since week four, when I dropped 169. I so, and I actually, that is the only time I've dropped over 135 points this year. So, I'll take it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I feel like I've gotten a little bit more luck on my side than Fournier, but I feel like we have some decent names on our team and are just uh. not getting points. Um, So, it is what it is, but we'll see. Um, I'm going to go... I'm betting five hundred this year, predicting my boys to win. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and s- go hard, swinging at it again, and say I beat Pat. But um, hopefully, we hold them off. Okonkwo, don't get any points, man. Just stick to a goose egg. It'll go a long way. Um, we got two more matchups here. Um, we got Phil, who's six and two, one of the three six and two teams, Eight. against Tim, who's two and six. Uh, this one might be over already. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tim. Uh, but Phil's thing is if good. I was
2: playing Tim, if I was playing Phil this week, it would already be over as well, but still,
0: yeah. I mean, Phil's projected for like 143, right? He's got Hertz versus Sam Howell, um, obviously. Hertz is projected to get 10 more points. It's probably going to be at minimum that big of a difference unless, uh, Howell throws the ball 55 times again. Um, I think that's just going to be an ugly game against the Pats. Like uh, just ugly commanders yeah. aren't commanders just threw in the towel for the year. The Pats, for some reason don't want to throw in the towel, even though there's no reason not at to, all. um, but they'll play hard. I think both teams will play hard. I just don't think there's going to be much. It might be like, a. Lost 17th. Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, we did lose Kendrick Bourne. We don't have Ken- Christian Gonzalez. We don't have Judon. Um, I think we lost someone else. I can't think of. But I mean, we have the lost soul of Mac Jones leading us. So who the fuck knows what's gonna <laughs> happen? Um, for for running backs, you know, we've got Bijan and Stevenson for Phil versus Rashad White and Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm gonna give. The advantage to Phil. I don't think it's that crazy to say that, but I don't think it's a big advantage. Like
2: not as big as you would think based on Bajan being there.
0: Like Bajan's just getting engulfed in the Arthur Smith Falcons bullshit. Uh <laughs> where he's just like oh yeah he's just not gonna play this week. Wow he's sick. and like oh and then we're then we're gonna give him 16 uh not even 16 touches eleven. He had five targets last week and didn't catch a single one. So that just tells me like, those weren't legitimate targets. You right. know, There's like throwaways, throw it in the ground. He's the closest one there. Um, so like they obviously need to get him the ball. They He needs to touch the ball and maybe they're going to do that, but I don't trust Arthur Smith. So slight advantage to Phil uh, on the running backs there. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I think it's a slight advantage too. I mean, Stevenson's been meh. Um, Hunt has going to maybe have a bigger piece of the pie while Ford's a little bit banged up. Uh, White's been fine, but he's also got a decent match against Houston. Yeah, I think it's a a slight edge. is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree.
0: Then, you know, wide receivers and pass catchers, right, because they each got wide receivers in their flex. Yeah. Phil's pretty loaded, right? He's got CD Lamb, who finally had the CD CD game we were waiting for. I got I got CD Lamb last week against Phil. Yeah, he did, and like we were talking about it for near a couple weeks ago. Like, when is CD Lamb gonna gonna boom? And he find he did. Um, so that was that was kind of cool to see, just from the standpoint of us actually liking the player. Um, Phil's got Garrett Wilson, who is getting a ton of targets but has not eclipsed 20 points once this year. Um, you know, you could say Zach Wilson looks better and he's getting a ton of action. But like, Zach Wilson blows. The Jets offense is absolutely fucking terrible. So yeah, like, it's bad. Garrett Wilson has a dynasty or a keeper asset, really good. But, like, this year, in the middle of the road, like, I'd compare him to a Hollywood Brown, maybe with a slight edge to Garrett Wilson. Uh, we'll see what Hollywood's like with Kyler. Uh, but then Phil's also got McLaurin, he's got Christian Watson, and then, you know, his advantage over everybody for the last five years, Travis Kelsey, um, and Tim on the flip side's got DJ Moore, who is good, like, DJ Moore's a freak athlete, but he's either, he he just can't get into a good situation, he just can't. Yeah. Yeah, he got just, traded here to be, traded to be the wide receiver one, but Justin Fields and Justin Fields been out for three weeks, you know, and like who the Bears are just a crazy weird organization where they should be giving up, but they're trading a second round pick for a guy who they haven't already agreed to a contract with in Montez Sweat, you know, like they're doing weird things and you just don't know what the hell's happening over there. Um but anyway, Zay Flowers, Tate Dell, Jahan Dotson, and Taysom Hill kind of rounds it up for Tim. I mean, clear advantage for Phil in pretty much every slot here. So I'll wrap my prediction up with like a 165 to, to 119 victory for Phil. Okay.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I agree Phil. I think Phil Phil's going to take it um, this week because his, his team's preloaded. Um, so yeah, score prediction. I'll I'll go. I don't know if he's gonna get quite. 100, I don't think he's gonna get 165. I think he'll fall back down a little bit from what he had last week. Last week he had out So, I'll go. We go one kind of what what uh, sleepers projecting around like one. I'll say 143 to uh, 143 and 110.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, 149 to
0: 117. Okay. The uh... The last matchup we've got here is four and four. Brendan Check he needs it. He needs this win versus two and six. Fire Sale Kareem Khalil. Um, Mike, take us through this one. What are you thinking? All right. So yeah, we'll start with quarterbacks.
1: So we got Derek Carr versus Stafford. So all right, looks like Stafford's injured. Injured a little bit, uh, or something's going on. Something's going on. I don't on. think he's supposed to play this week.
0: Yeah, he might not.
1: Okay, yeah. So I, I give, I give Car the the edge there, um, given the uncertainty there. He said, he said, uh, back to back or uh, last three weeks, pretty good weeks. Um, I think I could see that continuing. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll give uh, Brennan the edge with Carr there, and then for running backs, uh, Harris seven. So he's got Foreman Harris, and then let's see, who does he have in the? Uh, Okay, so he's got Foreman and Harris going. Harris already has 14 points um, in the middle of the third quarter. He's um, looked kind of good. Yeah, he's looked pretty good today. So. Yeah, he's looked better. Um he's definitely looked better. Um so but yeah, Harris versus Pierce, I definitely give Harris the edge there. Um so yeah, I, I give I give oh, but uh Kareem is, is Swift. So and Swift's been solid. Swift's been really solid this year. Yes. I can't believe like the turnaround Swift's had, like, like in terms of like struggling to like trade him in the offseason, f- trading him to Andy for for uh I think it was like a 2025 first. Yeah. Um, he kind of yeah, he dropped off, but no, he's he's back. He's back. Um it was just like his injury history was just like really weird, but he's been he's been okay this year. He's been healthy. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give Brennan this this slight edge on the running backs.
0: I don't even know if Damian Pierce is going to play. I don't think. Yeah, he's, he might not play, practices.
2: and he quite frankly stinks. Yeah, I think it's yeah, time. Yeah. I
0: think it's time for me to accept the fact that I was really high on him last year. He was a rookie. He looked really good, but not all the metrics pointed to him actually being good. And I may have been wrong on Damian Pierce. He's kind of a bum. So, <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah,
2: You will be proud.
0: Anyways, Mike, take us through the uh, wide receivers.
1: Yeah, so wide receivers. So Brendan has Keenan Allen and Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson has nine points in the middle of the third quarter. Um, I think that's kind of probably around where you, you can expect for him. He might end up with like 10 or 11 points. Maybe he'll sneak in a touchdown. Um, who knows? But um, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen's just, he's been solid this year. Um, Little up and down, but he can definitely. He still can like blow up and have a, have a huge game. Uh, and then let's see. He's Kareem's got Waddle. That I uh, I probably give Kareem a slight edge with Waddle versus Keenan, Keenan Allen there. Um, and then Tyler Boyd. I think that hmm, I wouldn't like starting Tyler Boyd, but he's he's had he's had some good weeks. He's uh, fine. Yeah, he's he's fine. You can you can insert him in there. Uh but yeah, I definitely, I definitely give uh oh then yeah green has Nakua who's dropped off a little bit but he's still he's still looking really good. he's getting targets. Um Pickens
0: with a touchdown.
2: Did
0: he? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt.
2: Wow. I'm way behind then. Anyways,
0: sorry, Mike. No, all good.
1: So so let's see. So Harris Allen. Deontay Johnson versus versus oh no 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 so it's Keenan Allen Deontay Johnson and Nick Collins versus Waddle Boyd Nakua.
0: Um,
1: I kind of look at that as a as a toss up. Um, maybe give Brennan a slight edge, uh, but I look at that as a toss up. Yeah, and then tight ends we got Ferguson Smith. That's that's another toss up. Um, yep. And then
0: looks like.
2: You know, How far behind am I? Am I that I still haven't seen this
0: touchdown? It's also not a touchdown. Uh oh. <laughs> They they ruled they ruled it a touchdown, and then he only had one foot in, so it's not a touchdown. So am
2: I behind or am I not behind?
0: Oh, you're probably by the sounds oh, he of just it. Like, there. Okay, I see
2: it. I see it. What is he doing? Why did not he just tap his other toe?
0: I don't know. It's like the easiest toe tap in the world, and Pickens just yeah, made like, like
2: literally just like continued out of bounds.
0: Yeah, he's currently scratching his head on the sidelines like, what did I do? (laughs) You'll see it in an hour, but it's fine. Sorry, Mike. We're just hijacking you right now. And then, yeah,
1: flex spot. You got uh, Gabe Gabe Davis versus Zach Moss. Um, Gabe's been okay this year.
2: What is he doing? Oh, my God. He had like four feet.
0: Yeah, a lot of space.
2: Oh, my God
0: i'm andy i'm pissed
2: Uh, yeah i'd be living
0: gabe has gabe has taken the place of mike williams where you have to start him every week and you're going to take the two points or you're going to take the 20 he's so inconsistent yeah he's so
1: (laughs) holy shit i didn't realize he was like up and down like that yeah that's bad um but yeah i guess i i I give the edge to uh, to davis there but i think it's going to be close i mean the sleeper projections have oh my god that was third down too um Brennan needs to put in a kicker there. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Brennan the edge here. Um I'm gonna but I think it's gonna be a close matchup. I'll go 120 to 115. Brendan um, Brennan gets the edge.
0: Okay. Okay. Morning. what do you think?
2: So I too give Brendan a slight edge, but I'm gonna go 119 to 116.
0: Okay. Your your algorithm
2: yeah. is a little bit different than mine. Yep, exactly. The right. the band was slightly different, but you know, we're still at the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah. The data is what the data
0: is. Yeah. I'm going I'm going to crunch the numbers again just to see if the Michael Scott Paper Company can be profitable. And it looks <laughs> like Brendan's going to win 128 to 117. Um uh, I don't know how he scores that many points, but we'll see. Uh that that wraps it up for the matchups, but we'll end it with this. Fournier, the top seven teams. We're going to do impromptu power rankings here. The top seven teams in the league, who are they? Go. Uh,
2: Phil, Jim, List, Chris. Like right now or like who's going to make the playoffs?
0: What is going to be more entertaining right now or who do you think's going to make the playoffs? I think make the, do make the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I think who's going to make the
2: playoffs. I agree. Let's do that. Okay, Jim, Phil, List, Chris, and this is where it gets tough. This is where it gets fun. <laughs> I'm going to say Mike, okay. Labar, and James.
0: Snuck in there, baby. Let's go. Mike, give us yours.
1: All right, so yeah, there's some obvious ones. so Jim, Phil, Liz, Chris. Hmm. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say myself. I'm gonna say myself. Uh, I, I, I know I'm playing Andy this week. I just have a feeling Andy's gonna sneak in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I really, yeah. I just have a feeling he's gonna sneak in the playoffs. Uh, and then I'll put I'll put Brendan in there.
0: Okay. nice okay um I agree with the top four of Jim Phil list and Chris and then I too think Andy's gonna finish strong and make yeah. the playoffs you're saying that because like he really needs to win this week he know? does <clears throat> um
1: but it's still it's 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 uh in, in, in like the the bunch in the middle there, the team's in the middle there like I mean how many weeks do we have left
0: Six, five. Uh, that's a good question, Commissioner. How many weeks do we have left to the playoffs?
2: Uh, so we have how many games in here? We have six weeks left.
0: Six weeks. Well, past- I, mean, I that's a good amount of games to. Yeah. Settle
2: still time. Eight still wins get you in pretty much for sure. Uh, seven wins, you might have to you have to win a tie break.
1: Yeah, it yeah. also depends on the schedule. Like if you're if you have like Jim and. You have to play Phil, like it yeah, it really matters who's on
0: your schedule. Yeah, I mean look, I always choose my team to do well. Um if I I think I'm gonna be Pat this week, which put me a five and four. And then I'm very, very, very lucky because I played Jim the week after. He's got Mahomes, Mostert, AJ Brown, all on buys. Oh my so, god. Um I should in theory win that one. Um, but then I've got a little bit of a gauntlet. I play Chris, and then I play you, Mike, which would be a very tough matchup. Um, and then if I could hit the right button, but I can't seem to hit the right button. There you go. Then I play Tim, and then I play you, Fournier. So uh, I've, got, I've got some winnable games there. I'm always going to have faith in the boys, so I think I'm going to finish in at sixth. So we've got um List. Jim, Phil, Chris, Andy, myself, and then, Mike, I'm throwing you in there. I think Labar's going to – because of the law of averages, he's going <laughs> to hit a little bit of a rough patch here. Um, and that, that is totally just a gut call and nothing else. Um, so if you guys don't mind, I'm going to take a quick second to look at his remaining schedule because he plays List this week. And I think we all chose List to win. Um, then he plays Chris. That's another tough one. Uh, then he plays Brendan, which could go either way. Um, he should probably win that one though, depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks. Then he's got Max. So kind of split down the middle two and two, two difficult, two winnable games. And then he's got Phil. And then in the last week, Who does he have? I think he's got Andy. Uh, Yeah, he's got Andy. So he's, well. what are we saying? Seven wins gets you in if you have the points tiebreakers, and he's got a decent amount of points. So if he can win two out of those remaining games, he should have a good chance. Um, But I still think either you or me, Mike, I think both you and I are going to squeeze in there, and there's definitely, I think your team's maybe a little bit better of, than mine right now looking into things um so yeah sorry labar you're the product of uh my own team bias there yeah. it's but, gonna be fun it's gonna be competitive it's it'll be interesting to see how it plays out What what's interesting here in Fournier? i don't know what uh what you're gonna do with this but like um i don't think did anybody Fournier, did you choose brendan
2: no mike did though
0: mike you chose brendan okay, okay. so one for brendan a couple for labar a couple for me None for Pat, a couple for Drew, none for Fournier, none for Kareem, none for Tim, and none for none for Max. So Fournier, how do how does that make you feel? You're one of four guys who nobody five guys who nobody on the pod tonight thinks is gonna make playoffs, including yourself.
2: Yeah, that it doesn't make me feel any way at all.
0: You're <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I got a fucking kid coming any moment. None <laughs> of this matters. <laughs>
2: no we're hopeful of a comeback but you know i'm i'm also comfortable with like my plan kind of the whole time has been to be flexible so if i need to sell i've got great pieces to sell and if i need to uh make a run then that's what the boys will have to do like realistically i'm not going to be selling anytime soon i'll probably wait at least two weeks uh then a channel will be back so if i can win one of the next two then i still have a shot whereas if i lose them both then i'm definitely selling.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a okay. fun thing. Like there's everyone, not everyone, but you know, most teams are still are still in it.
2: Yeah, it's a lot it's, it's, it's going to be a there's not going to be a lot of sellers this year. I don't think. Uh, I think the the trade deadline is the end of week twelve, um. So like that the last Monday night. Question? So, um, you know we've got plenty of time still. It's a month from basically, uh, Monday of this week.
0: Okay. Um. All right, that was going to be my last question. When is uh? When's a trade deadline? So now we got that information. Um, what else? You guys got anything else before we wrap this up? No, nah, man.
2: It was a hell of a night.
0: Yeah,
1: hell of a pod. Yeah. Hell of a pod. This is fun.
0: All right, Jen. Thanks for
1: coming on, Mike.
0: Oh, James. Before we Zoe. go, Derrick Henry. Ooh, Derrick Henry almost just had like a long touchdown reception. But anyways, Peace. One love. thank you guys. It was a pleasure. Till next week. All right. Nice see you guys i